Our lives intersect the lives of other people, groups, or even whole governments. What happens next is what I explore in this podcast. Welcome to Intersections. I'm Brett Dickerson, your host. I'm visiting with Ziva Brandstetter this evening, catching her in between like about 20 different things here in her busy life. She's the editor-in-chief of The Frontier, which is a new online news publication, home-based here in Tulsa, but covering a lot of things all across the state. And so, uh, Ziva, why don't you just kind of pick it up from there and Tell us some more about that. Okay, so the Frontier is um, owned and operated by Bobby Lorton. The Lorton family, of course, uh, ran the Tulsa world for like a century. And um, <laughs> I worked there for not a century, but 25 years or so. And um, loved it. It was a great, wonderful career. Had so much fun doing it. But about, it must be two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago now, um, Bobby came to me with this idea that... Um, we could start a website that wouldn't take any ads that would be just really great journalism and we could get really high quality journalists and we could charge a fair amount for it and that there would be a market for that. And I thought that sounded like the craziest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not, I did not take him up on it immediately. It took me quite a while to get comfortable with that idea. And actually it was my writing partner, uh, my reporting partner, Carrie Aspiwal, who um, we were riding, um, strangely enough, in the car to an execution. And I just sort of let it slip that I had coffee with Bobby. And, you know, she was like, well, what is that about? And I told her and she's like, you'd be stupid not to pursue this. And please, you know, take me with you. And of course I would because we were kind of a package deal. So that's that's the beginning of it. And. We just do in-depth enterprise. You know, it's not all super serious stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We have some fun. We do a lot of Facebook Live broadcasts. Um, yeah. We do podcasts. We do mm-hmm. um, things like that to, to break up the um, serious stuff that we do. Right. But but no no paper publishing. No. It's all, it's all digital. It's all online. Right. And right. Um, 80% of our traffic comes through Facebook. Wow. Um, so our, our site does have a pretty hard paywall, but um, we post mm-hmm. everything we do on Facebook. And I have... I mean, I'm not bragging, but I have 4,100 Twitter followers. So, wow. and, and the staff, they mm-hmm. all have large Twitter followings as well. Mm-hmm. So we spread our content through social media and through Facebook and um, try to prove that our content's worth, you know, right. worth, you could buy a story for $5 or um, 30 bucks a month is the subscription. Yeah. yeah. Which is not cheap. So, and the, and the address is? Uh, it's 36 degrees north um, is the building that we're in. Yeah. Um, it's a cool, it's 36 East Cameron Street. Oh, you're talking about the rest. The online address. (laughs) We have a really cool building and people ask me about it. It's re, (laughs) sorry. It's, uh, www.readfrontier.com. Read, readfrontier.com. Like read a book. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody already had the frontier and they won't turn loose of it. So So we (laughs) went read frontier. We thought it was good active verb. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really is. When I first saw that, I thought I thought that was a really great idea. It's like, oh, oh, it's a, it's giving me a task Please read already. It. Yeah, yeah, read this now. Yeah, yeah. Our podcast was like, listen, Frontier, and you know, watch Frontier <laughs> as our um, Vimeo account. So we got Terry Aspinwall was the brains behind all that. Yeah, and so. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, you and Carrie, and then and then two other writers also. Right. Well, we've actually had a change very recently, just um, not very long ago, like within weeks. Carrie um, had a wonderful opportunity to go to the Dallas Morning News. Oh wow! So she has done that and broken my heart, but I'm actually wow. very happy for her. You know, it's a good it's a good thing yeah. for her. Yeah. And uh, we wish her well. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, when you do good work and you do something innovative, um, people right. l- watch and they, you know, that's exactly. what happened with her. Exactly. Um, but so we have Dylan Goforth, who is just a um, really great reporter, um, hustler. He gets a lot of daily stories, but he also can do longer term right. projects. Yeah. Um, he can shoot video. He can shoot photos. He can edit. Mm-hmm. You know, he just does mm-hmm. everything. And then Kevin Canfield, who is a veteran um, city hall reporter who right. has very deep sources yeah. um, and is the most likable guy ever. Like, um, so he's just really very, he's a huge asset to, because everyone knows Mm -hmm. Kevin, everyone will talk to Kevin. They all like him. Right. And then Cassie McClung, who was our intern this summer, who is very savvy with data and data analysis, which is, um, something we really very much need on our site. Yeah. So she can take a database of public records and make it look visual and show you what the data looks like. Yeah, so she's she's your brand new brand mm-hmm. new staffer then, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, and she does. A lot I hadn't of even heard about Carrie going going to the Dallas. Yeah, Cardinals. that that is really very recent. It, mm-hmm. it is yeah. within. I mean, it's within weeks. Right. Um, and it was hard for both of us. It was hard for her yeah. to tell me. It's hard, for, you know, because we've been a kind of team for a while. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I think this it's it's good for her. Her husband works at the AP. I think he's gonna he's mm-hmm. looking for a job out there as well. Right. And right. um, we wish her. Well, and she, sure. in fact, uh, was texting me tonight about this event, which is she, she could be here and, you know, we still send each other silly gifts and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you're, tell me about your background because all of you were at the, were at the mm-hmm. Tulsa world, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, between though, you know, the original four of you that mm-hmm. started frontier, there were a lot of wards sprinkled all, all through the four of you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you were, um, highly respected, highly regarded, Thank you. well known, which, so it doesn't surprise me, you know, the number of Facebook followers you have now and th- mm-hmm. th- things like that. You already had a fan club behind you there. Right. And so, um, in an environment where newsrooms are being emptied out and it seems like every full-time journalist really values their job and kind of lives in fear of, about being turned out. Uh, of a of a thinning newsroom, mm-hmm. um, how do four people who have perfectly good jobs <laughs> at at a well respected paper, of a paper course, that's that's really highly regarded. It's a fantastic paper. Um, uh, like I live, I live in Oklahoma City, and even people in Oklahoma City hold Tulsa World in very high regard. Oh, and as I do, well, I still <clears throat> subscribe. I still tell everyone to subscribe right, to Tulsa right. World. So, so how do four people? walk out the door. It was super, super hard. Um, it was the, one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life. Sounds like it. It was, um, it was very scary. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, we all had different reasons. It wasn't anything against the paper whatsoever. Right. It right. was just a chance. I mean, how many times in your life does someone come to you and say, I'm going to start this cool new business in the <laughs> digital world. And, you know, um, you can hire the best people. And if it fails, you know, you know, I don't really take the financial risk of that uh, in terms of I'm out of a job, but I still have yeah. all these new skills that I've learned. Right. Um, right. And I've learned a lot of them, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it was super hard. I just felt like this is, frankly, the direction journalism is going in. Right. Um, right. And my main concern, um, you know, this whole notion of newspapers are a bit dead is completely wrong. Um, the Washington post, New York times, other newspapers have figured this out. Mm -hmm. And my deepest wish is for the Tulsa world and all of the papers, um, that are good, like the Tulsa world to figure out the financial model that works online. Advertising does not pay the bills. And And so as the number of print readers goes down, all your money is in that print uh, ads. Right. And as the number of those readers goes down, 
you know, you're going to have to make money um, either on content or on online advertising. Right. Yeah. And so if you're giving away your product for free and you're cutting your staff, um, you know, you're not going to have good content, you know, you're right. not going right. to, it doesn't work. So that's why. And you know, you've heard the story about the day we left and all that craziness. Well, well, no, talk about, talk about that. Tell us about that. I've, well, I've, I've just heard bits yeah. and pieces about it, but I don't even know the full story. And I know that my listeners don't, don't know. Um, that, it was that really story. weird, dramatic kind of deal. Like, we had been talking about this business for months and planning it and working on mm-hmm. it and get, we were going to put on our notice, um, on the, the day after we ended up leaving, which mm-hmm. was the day the Pulitzers were announced. And we knew we had entered and I thought we had a shot. You know, I really didn't think we'd even be a finalist, but I thought we had a shot. Yeah. And I, and I, I thought it would be really terrible to, um, to leave before that and then have that happen. <laughs> and, you know, um, so we were going to stay and, but then, you know, it's a small town and we got out and, um, and they were very nice about it, but you mm-hmm. can't have four employees planning to open a new business and just let them hang around for two weeks. No business does that. No one does that. And we, I understand they we have, all knew that would happen. Yeah. Most businesses, as soon have, as they hear that, they will, they will have security stand by you while you empty yeah. your desk. And they now. didn't, yeah. to their credit, they did not do that. Yeah, and in okay. fact, after they kind of knew, but they hadn't said mm-hmm. anything to me, mm-hmm. I came in on Sunday night and I did a story yeah. because we had that Robert Bates um, story that Dylan right. and I broke. Dylan was the reporter that broke that with me. Oh, okay. And we All were right. on CNN and we were, you know, yeah. just like in the middle of this huge national story. And you story. broke that while, while you were still at the at world? At the world, yeah. Oh, okay. And they right. had the courage to let that run <laughs> with mm-hmm. anonymous sources, the first story. And, um, so, you know, I did a lot of all my best journals in there that I've done, you know, 95% of it, my career, <laughs> Dylan and I, uh, you know, had done the story and, and so they found out and they said, you know, thank you for your 20 something years, right? Let, wish you all the best, but you know, um, probably, and no yeah. one, there was no security there or anything. They just said, Get, pack up your desk. We were already packed up. <laughs> so we, so we left and we had to turn on our phones because they're company phones. And right. so, um, I think we went and got new phones, but they weren't, nobody knew our number. So we were sitting at, um, barbecue the barbecue joint downtown um Mm -hmm. and we had brand new phones so nobody knew our phone numbers and um we were all a little bit in a daze but we were really giddy and um carrie says oh i wonder who won the pulitzers and um no no we already knew who won the local reporting category that we had entered um we already knew that Mm -hmm. but she said i wonder who the finalists are right and um so she looked on her phone and she's just like it's us, you know, <laughs> by the way. She looked it up on a news website yeah, or something? Yeah, she's like, that, yeah. Oh, let's see who one of the finalists were. And um, she's like, see, but we, we won. And I'll just wow. never forget it. I mean, even being a finalist for the Pulitzer is a really big mm-hmm. deal. So the actual award was, tell tell us what the name. It's the local reporting category of the Pulitzer Prizes. Okay. Yeah. And it was for the investigation um, that we did on after the botched execution of Clayton Lockett. Right, yeah. Um, which I witnessed. Um, so mm-hmm. so it was just a weird day. So then right after that, you know, our phone, our phones weren't blowing up yet because no one had our number. But then um, Dylan said, uh, there's this story, this thing called Talking Points Memo, which is apparently a big deal. And they said we'd been fired. <laughs> and because the story was wrong, the t- the anonymous sources story on Bob Bates. Oh, my goodness. And so that got picked up nationally. It, it went on Fox News. My in-laws wow. in California saw it. Um, so I tweeted. Yeah. I said, um, this is information is not wrong. We left to start a new website. And right. that day yeah. was the strangest day of my life. But we sounds were con- like it. We were continuing to report. Um, yeah. Dylan and I went to a press conference about that story. We wrote a story and then we were like, we don't have a website to post it on. <laughs> so we posted it on this thing called medium.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So it yeah. was just a weird transition. 
Yeah, and I was I was kind of watching you guys at the time. I was really curious about what was going on. Mm-hmm. You didn't have your paywall up yet. You're already right. starting your report, and I remember you like had a had a picture of your laptop on your kitchen table. Oh when yeah, you were working. All of all of you were like working on your kitchen tables. That's or the way whatever. it went yeah. at first. Um, Dylan and I, um, <laughs> for that big story that we broke. Our first story of the frontier, we had to go downtown and meet a, meet a source at midnight and get a report that nobody else had that everybody wanted yeah. that showed, you know, what had happened. And then we went to like Denny's or something and, and worked on our laptops and wrote this story. <laughs> and I remember people saying, wow, that didn't take them long. But, um, so yeah, we put up a free, like a landing page for about three or four months while we developed the whole site. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's All a right. crazy story, but, uh, it was fun. So, um, is it, is it this coming? Uh, South by Southwest that you guys are going to be on a panel down there about how you're making a paywall non-advertising work. site work or or have you already done uh, No, do we've applied. Um, oh, okay. And right. I don't believe they've announced. Okay. It's really, really hard to get into South. I, I've yes. been told it's um, easier to get into Harvard than get into South. <laughs> so the place where we work that I was talking about earlier, 36 mm-hmm. Degrees North, which is this cool kind of um Yeah, it's a co-working, co-working space. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's like all these startup businesses and tech businesses, right. nobody has a, more than three or four employees. Um, and you can sit around with your feet off and uh, shoes off and, and sit on the couch. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a really cool place. But they wanted Sounds us like to Sounds like a enter. great place for you guys. It's perfect. You're a startup. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. Right. And there's a lot of um, synergy that's happening there. Yeah. We're working with the um, media marketing company right next door. who We've never mm-hmm. met these guys. They're helping us with our site. Um, but, yeah, so we've entered and we've um, tried to encourage people to vote. Um, for us and for our panel in South by Southwest. We'll see. But we, we got plenty of opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. I just filed a story for the Washington Post and mm-hmm. we're working with, um, Channel 6 and Channel 9. Yeah. We have a permanent partnership with them, which we value very much. Great. Yeah. That's how we get our, our brand out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, uh, Bobby, Bobby Lorton, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming since he came to you and pitched this idea to you mm-hmm. that he has deep enough financial resources that he could, give you a push mm-hmm. on that financially or you weren't just out begging right like holding your hand out for money and he um he wants this model to work financially on its own but right. he did go and do a round of sort of angel investor type right. things where he went right. to people and said yeah. look this is important journalism is important we want to mm-hmm. have it maintained in, in tulsa and so he raised you know a lot of seed money at first right. that allowed us to get going and now he's sort of out doing a second round of fundraising and, um, but we're, you know, we're, we're bringing in a, enough to meet about half of our costs. So we need to continue to get new members. We mm-hmm. get about 40, 30, 40 new members a month. Um, yeah. and we have a pretty low, what they call churn rate, pretty low right. rate of people dropping off. It is a high, it's a lot of, ma- of money and I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I'm doing is I'm, we've hired a company to, develop what's called a plug-in um, so that people can get our site for free right. at the libraries in Tulsa and oh, good. maybe at the gathering yeah. place when it opens. Right, yeah. right, right. Now, now, just just from a culture standpoint, did you did you come straight out of journalism school and and start off at the Tulsa World? I mean, did you did you kind of grow up at the Tulsa World? Um, actually, I was at the Tribune. Oh, okay, yeah. the Tribune. Yeah. Um, I was at the Tribune for um, five years. Yeah. I had an internship at the Tribune College. I was there for five years. It mm-hmm. closed. Um, and then I went to Philadelphia for two years in between, right. um, there. Yeah. So I started so you, when I was like 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was back in, I was I'm, like five, wasn't it? Yeah, five yeah, years old. It. You, you learn how to type and yeah. Right. Um, so that's, um, you know, that's, that's one kind of culture. Those, those papers 
are institutions. You know, mm-hmm. the Tulsa world is an institution. The yes. Daily Oklahoman in Oklahoma City is an institution. Right. Uh, no, I said that wrong. The Oklahoman. The Oklahoman, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want to offend anybody over mm-hmm. there. Um, <clears throat> I still call but, it the Daily Oklahoman, too. But, <laughs> but um, uh, those those are like big institutions. Mm-hmm. You walk in, and there's a security guard there, and and you go up, and you see people on the elevator. Hey, Frank, how you doing? Yeah. And, and, and so... Uh, so you walk out one day of that big stately institution, the Tulsa World, mm-hmm. and you're working at Denny's, mm-hmm. and then and then you kind of turn around twice, and you're working in a co-working space mm-hmm. where there's a lot of like millennials. Millennials, yes, it's it's hipster central. And hipsters and oh yeah, that. I feel uh, so old there. Uh, talk talk about what a culture shock that that must have been for you yeah yeah it was a culture shock there's no the the downside of it there's no it department (laughs) there's nobody i can call because i'm not i'm not really that tech savvy with uh with stuff and i'm running my own website Uh, yeah it's just frightening but um there's (laughs) you know there's just not there's no support network you've got to figure it out yourself yeah and there's i feel like sometimes i was working with no safety net you know and we're we're charging people a lot of money so i wanted to make sure to give them value but there's only four of us yeah um so that was a little scary but on the um upside i mean you just you know you're doing god's work yeah you know yeah. you're you can do pure and not that i couldn't do pure journalism at the world but i, yeah. I don't have to worry about feeding the daily beast and you know and, right. and also um <clears throat> you know maybe pissing off the wrong person or whatever uh-huh. i mean bobby is just very supportive and we mm-hmm. we just do good work and um we're hoping that if we make the you know, great content that it'll, that's the model will work. So you lost kind of that, that big framework around you mm-hmm. that you had at the world, but what you gained, it sounds like was a lean, a very lean organization mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a different dynamic mm-hmm. uh, than, than I don't, I don't know how many people. Were well, the there were, I mean, at the height of it, before they started cutting back, there were 120 or so in the newsroom. Yeah. Um, and I had a so staff a of seven people dynamic. on my own at one time in the investigative team yeah 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 so we do everything um last night i was out at all these protests and stuff we've been covering right. the shooting yeah and um i never shoot photos very much um right. i just don't like it but i decided i'd take our good camera and i'd figure out how to use it and so i mm-hmm. took a lot of video and a lot of photos mm-hmm. uh, at all these events all day and i put together this morning i woke up and figured out how to put together a slideshow and yeah. put text on it good and put it in Vimeo and then <laughs> embedded in our site. I mean, there's all these things that we had to learn and it's totally just learning as we go along. Like, mm-hmm, what do mm-hmm. we need? Oh, we need to learn how to embed a tweet. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do you do that? Yeah. So it's just, and we also have said, why not do this? Why not tell a story through tweets? You know, uh-huh. sure. why not sure. just do a slideshow? We don't have mm-hmm. to write a story every time. Um, we did a lot of Facebook live stuff. So we had mm-hmm. um, the entire election night in Tulsa. We had a big mayoral election Kevin Canfield and Dylan Goforth just sat at a desk and they had guests come in right. and it was solely shot on a cell phone with um, Facebook live going. And, um, yeah. and then we were out in the field doing like checking in, you know, yeah. but yeah. it was all phones uh-huh. and, um, it got a hundred thousand views throughout the night <laughs> because, because you were serving people's need to know what was right. going on and that nobody else is live all night long. They're just doing this crawl. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're updating their website. Right, but we, yeah. people could actually log on and, and those guys are funny. Yeah. And yeah. they're personable. Right. So I think this model is probably going to work best in a medium sized city like Tulsa. Right. Where there's not a big saturation of, you know, sites and stuff. Right. And with brand name journalists who people know and they trust, um, and who are, you know, a, a boss who's willing to stick it out. 
Right. Um, so, and Tulsa has all the right ingredients for this to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it worked on Oklahoma City as well. Well, and 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 the ingredient also is that is that all of you have been reporters in Tulsa mm-hmm. for a long time. We have more years. than a hundred years of combined. It, it isn't like you guys get off of the plane and try to try to start something. Right. Where you you had something. It's just taken a different shape now. Right. It? Yeah. it has, and um, people are coming out of the woodwork. Right. I can't tell you how many stories I have great stories just sitting there waiting for me if I had (laughs) could clone my reporters uh what do you uh, just just going forward what are your your three biggest challenges right now with the frontier um I would say longevity because most small businesses and I'm not naive Mm -hmm. fail within the first four years right and so we have to can longevity is one concern. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to continue to reinvent ourselves right. and you can't just keep giving people the same thing for, you know, and mm-hmm. you have to, you have to move forward. Right. Um, I would also say I, we have a lot of opportunities and we, we tend, I tend to say yes to everything and we're taking a lot of, a lot of, on a lot of new things that we're trying to do. Right. And I think I'm a little concerned about us being spread too thin. Um, we're looking at a um, sort of a little subsection of our site called the saloon and it'll be um, <laughs> opinion and, you know, smart kind of commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also looking at a, um, a website, a nonprofit called open frontier, which mm-hmm. would be just, Government data and you know data that's made very visual that people can wow. have public records and it'd be free yeah. and open. They could yeah. upload stuff, they'd download it, and then I want to have some attorneys who will help us file open records lawsuits um, yeah. because that's a big problem in Oklahoma. If mm-hmm. you get stiffed on a records, um, you know, request that you've made, the only option you have is to sue. And so yeah. to do that, a lot of newspapers aren't willing to shell at the cost. Right. But if you had a bunch of lawyers who would do it on a contingency basis, right? Then why not? You know. I don't think you always have to sue, but you have to have that hammer there or they're not going to yeah. comply with the law. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing a lot of things. Um, I need more, pe- I need more people. <laughs> so <laughs> are you going to stay in the co-working space for a while? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there for a while. I mean, they've got other desks. Does that add energy to, you know, there's like four of you. Does, does mm-hmm. that, you know, does that add a lot, a lot of energy to be in a co-working space? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We were actually, we spent about, Six months in a rather stuffy kind of downtown, uh, very fancy, you know, old building with marble and everything. And it was just like, I don't know. I just didn't feel, I didn't feel the vibe. And we get down there and like everybody's a vegan and they get this amazing coffee and, you know, people are like, you know, having happy hour at four and playing ping pong. And, um, <laughs> there's like West Elm furniture everywhere. And we kind of joke about it, but I love working there and, yeah. um, it's cool. So if we need to expand, our office is already pretty packed, but we can rent um, more desks. It's per head basis right. that they charge. So yeah. it's really, I don't know, Oklahoma City needs to get a co-working space because it's a very good In model. In fact, Oklahoma City is getting a cool. really cool co-working space called Star Space 46. Oh, wow. And what a good I've name. Been, I've, I've already written about Oklahoma City's tech community for 405 Magazine okay. about a year ago. And and I'm uh, following those guys. And so, yeah, yeah there he is. It's it's a really cool space. It's so it's neat. We do podcast uh, broadcasts and stuff from there. And we, right. you know, we interview each other and we talk about ideas with each other. And <laughs> um, it's just a really fun place to work. I feel very blessed to be doing what I'm doing. So. Well. Well, the rest of us are very, very blessed to have your presence there. And we want to thank, thank uh, Bobby Lorton mm-hmm. and thank thank all of you 
for what you're doing and the presence you have in the, the kind of the economy of news. Thank you. Uh, not only in Tulsa, but in the state also. You are a presence in the state. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I was a little worried, frankly, that when we started this, that we would just go away and be writing and no one would pay attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the only reason I want people to pay attention is because right. uh, these issues are important. So I'm, right. I'm glad that people are watching and listening. Ziva Brandstetter, thank you so much for carving out some time for me here. <laughs> You've had a really busy evening, and the evening's not over with. You're right. getting ready to go to a reception. Uh, people yep. want people want to meet you. They want to they want to shake your hand and talk to you about that. And then you're going to be on a panel later on this evening. Yeah, I get to and, re- meet the spotlight wow. editor. So yeah. Yeah, that's a real treat. And um, but I'd rather sit here and hang out and talk with you than go make small talk upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Ziva, thank thank you so much for your time. Thank it's you. Been great. It's been a pleasure. That concludes our interview. There are several ways for you to catch this weekly podcast. Go to our website at intersectionsok.com where you can subscribe, listen to episodes, read the backstory, and see photos of our guest. On iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and our Facebook page, we are Intersections Oklahoma. On Twitter and Instagram, we are Intersections OK. I always want to hear about the cool people in your life. So write to me. My email address is ideas at intersectionsok.com. Steven Tyler is our awesome production advisor, and I am your host, Brett Dickerson.